hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. Theo, we've been doing the podcast for a while now, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I, it's very hard for me, as one, a to New s- Englander, uh-huh. t- two, as uh, somebody of Irish descent, and three, yeah. as somebody who was raised Catholic, uh-huh. to um, give you the the um, kudos that you truly deserve. Oh, it's kudos as, as hour! Wow, I finally, you know, I finally get them. I've been working hard. I don't know. I've been putting in the extra hours. I've been and here uh, here I, for this. I'm going to give you this commemorative <laughs> ribbon for you. It's not even a blue ribbon. He's holding up a ribbon. <laughs> it's a red ribbon that says "Good Sport." Yeah, you're a good sport. <laughs> good sport. <laughs> you're a good sport for all these years of of being on the podcast. With a good me. sport. <laughs> that makes it sound like that makes it sound like I'm like putting up with it. Like, yeah, you're yeah, being a good kind of. sport about it. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't find it. Uh, Annie and I got uh, a bunch of these ribbons mm-hmm. at a. Uh, you you would probably appreciate this. A New Hampshire country store. Yeah, country store. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a general store, but it's it's a little more it's a little more rustic, a little more organic, crunchy granola it, type. It's a place that it will have a barrel full of peanuts or like a big right. glass jar full of the biggest pickles you could possibly. That's very good. Yeah. And they give you a big Probably a plastic has, bag. Has a maple uh, products somewhere, like a little maple mm. section. Yeah. Yeah. We got a bunch of these that were just ribbons <laughs> that we could sarcastically give to people. Good sport. Um, good sport. And this is one of them. So <laughs> I just wanted to give you that one. I like that you're giving um, those out. I went to um, a Halloween get together and I was the one who brought a bunch of press-on tattoos that I had ordered, just like fake tattoos. Oh, and yeah. at, a, at, at an appropriate uh, time of the night, I did start convincing people that it was a good idea to start doing face tattoos. And so I oh. gave like a lot of people, <laughs> like a lot of people just like walked out of there with like a snake on their face. And I was really proud what? of that. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. You can play snakes and ladders on their face. And then the, the, the packaging said that if you take care of them, they can last for up to a week. So I don't know if these Whoa. people got home and were immediately like scrubbing their face, like, come on, come on. No, or if they, I'm, I'm or say if they just rolled bullshit. with it. Or if they just rolled with it. Well, I that have, l- let me show you something right here, Will. Um, have they ba- made temporary tattoo technology Jesus. better? Jesus. They've improved the technology. I put, oh, this this on, is... I put this on four days ago. Wow. Actually, that is pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad, uh, right? And this is the one that's rubbed off the most. I, 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 um, this one's on my forearm, and it's rubbing off because there's hair on my forearm. But I, I put a few more on my upper arm. I'm wearing a long sleeve that I pulled up, so you can't really see it. Mm. But they've lasted mm. pretty well. Like, Laura, my girlfriend and I are just walking around the house in t-shirts, and I catch sight of her. I'm like, whoa, tattoos! Like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> you know, whoa. Big tattoos! You guys are, I was about to say, I don't know how I feel about weird hipster Theo Wait, Big here. tattoos! You look like you you look at a uh, work at a barber shop or a tattoo. Actually, shop you know what? this is worth this is worth the extra effort here. One sec. Oh, you gonna show? He's he's taken off his headphones. He's. <laughs> I thought he was gonna take off his full sweatshirt and shirt. 
but it was just the sweatshirt. All right, headphones um, are back on. If you've been talking, I couldn't yeah. hear you, but here's No, here's I was my, commentating uh, on what you're doing. See my sick tats, bro? Whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like the one on the right. Uh, okay, so he has a woman with skulls above and below. Yeah. Uh, what I first thought and was this. a cat, but it is a wolf. And then this um, a dabbing skeleton uh-huh. and then a uh, skull with, with flowers, which I think is the, the key thing for uh, emo girls who yeah. have a little bit of a feminine side. Yeah, so we for for Halloween we were um, Slash and Axl Rose, and they're both both tatted up. Oh. So we put these on, and we looked pretty good. So I did some that were like you know edgy and you know fitting in the costume, and then I did my little dabbing skeleton and my Wolf Moon. Those were good. Mm. Yeah, there. I have never. I'm I'm too indecisive to get a tattoo. I feel like I wouldn't know what to get. I would I would I would be like the moment I would get it, I'd be like I hate it. Like I, I know it for, for I'm, that's how my brain works. But I did have when I worked at a summer camp, somebody gave me an entire sheet of Star Wars ones. Yeah, and nice. so I just yeah. took the entire thing and mm-hmm. put it in my arm, and so I just had like a little bit of like it was just on my forearm, where like a it was, mini like, all sleeve hairs of stuff. like yeah, of like, yeah. But it was all Star Wars, and so it, everyone was like, "Hell yeah, dude!" It did not last. No, it, it, got, it got stuck in my hairs it was it was oh. very bad if you do it in the um, right spot it really stays like i'm just gonna keep let this one rock and uh i'm supposed to see my family this coming weekend they're gonna probably flip out at first that would be cool yeah that'd be funny that would be very good <laughs> that would be very good i uh yeah I, I don't know if my family wouldn't give a shit if i had a tattoo my family For definitely sure. would which is kind of why I'm like feeling the thrill of a temporary tattoo. <laughs> it's like feeling the wild. I'm like tasting the wild edge. You're actively taking care of it, like the packaging says. Yeah, but I'm taking that, care. That I'm going to test the limits. Yeah, it should be good. What, under what conditions do you think they tested that bullshit on? Because it's like <laughs> for somebody who's in the Antarctic who's just covered up, that <laughs> it'll it'll right. stay for an entire week. And it's like if you're sweating and doing stuff, the world's driest man. It lasted for <laughs> seven calendar days under the best conditions possible. It may last a week. Yeah, but you know what? Temporary tattoos are uh, they're they're a favorite in Segment City. I love them. You love them. Mm-hmm. All the kids love them. And uh, you just, every year, I will cover every child I see in Segment City in temporary tattoos. I will <laughs> get a big towel of them, and I'm going to wet them up and, and roll them into it, and then they're completely covered. And then they look like the Joker from mm-hmm. David Ayer's Suicide you, Squad. You know, I actually kind of have been thinking about this. Like, you know, people mm-hmm. will... Now painting your ma- nails is sort of more of a gender neutral thing to do. Like, like people, mm. I see guys with painted nails all the time. Like it's more just like a thing that people like to do. And I'm, mm. I'm honestly shocked with the quality of how well these, these have lasted that doing temporary tattoos kind of just as like a normal piece of your outfit isn't more of a thing. It took me 30 seconds to do like both of my arms. It took no time at all. And they're lasting long enough that I'm like, why aren't people just doing this? Maybe I'm the temporary tattoo guy. Maybe that's my thing now. <laughs> Are you- Maybe I'm temporary tattooed up. Hi, welcome to our pitch to you, the audience, for our new business, Temp, the Temp Agency. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's it's all the fun of a real tattoo with none of the pain, none of and the none ex- of, no expense, none of the regret, and it, none of the regret. It's the best of all the worlds. It's everything. You're I not going to be. You're not going to be the old man in the old folks' home no, with his not. old, like, I used to love Game of Thrones. <laughs> and then, oh, wow, it <laughs> oh, really geez, went into the fucking dumpster. 
Remember that show? But I'm Will Kane, and I'm the temporary host of Segment City. And I may just fade away at any point. And I'm Theo Sapakos, and if you fade away, I'll be full of regrets. Full and of you'll regrets. be alone. <laughs> and I'll be alone without any tattoos. I'll get a tattoo have... of your face on my belly. <laughs> that that would be so worrying, especially to your girlfriend who has said to me at one at at least some point that uh, sometimes she thinks that you love me more than <laughs> you love her, like that I'm the other person. I do love um, the idea of walking around the house and all of a sudden just lifting up my shirt and going, here's Willie. <laughs> <laughs> and you just do a little wave with your stomach. Whoa. If you could do a little bit of belly dance, he's like, Ooh, he's, he's, he's talking to you. Uh, but this is a podcast. We don't talk just about temporary tattoos and such. Mm-hmm. We talk, we dumpster dive our way through the internet and we get all those good comedy morsels. Uh, and we deliver them to you in, in funny little segments. Uh, and we're going to do a will stupid thought. People, and I don't, I feel like this is not even that, uh, like, much of a, a hot take, mm. but I do feel like people on the roads driving are getting more and more uh, reckless and mm. just not, not paying attention as much. Interesting. Because maybe it's, I do live in a uh, dog shit place for driving. I, I live in... It, it's not driving <laughs> from my house to your house to visit. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before. It's probably my least favorite drive in Boston. It's not. Oh, fun. absolutely. I hate it. It's it's not a good drive. It's yeah. I have to take it every time I want to go to my parents every week to do laundry because my uh, landlord uh, makes us pay for the laundry in our mm. apartment. And it's like two fifty per wash, two fifty per drive. So I'm not going to pay him that. So I have to drive through. There's a, a stretch of Dorchester mm-hmm. that. I already, I already I already know what you're talking about. You know, yeah. Yeah, I already know what you're talking go, about. It is two lanes. It goes down to one lane because there are so many cars that are just double parked. Yeah. That just say, hey, fuck you. Yeah. And then people will try to uh, to slime their way up, right. which I hate. So when they go on the right lane or whatever, whatever lane is like not currently in line, and then they yeah. go all the way to the thing and they go, let me in. Yeah. Get me in here. And you go, fuck you. I experienced um, this when I'm coming down to Boston from the north. Like Ooh, when I from the weekend, bad. and there's one spot where you're entering Boston, and I just hug the person in front of me's bumper so hard, and I refuse to let people in. And I oh, know that, not. and yeah. I know, and I know that I'm being a petty asshole, but they're also being petty assholes. So fuck absolutely. Them. <laughs> the, the best description I've ever heard of Massachusetts drivers is: you never want to <laughs> let your enemy know what you're right. doing. You That's never, why you don't use blinkers. You, you don't let them in and you don't make eye contact with them. Just fuck yeah. them. <laughs> I've seen so many bullshit things on the, just either as a pedestrian or on the road myself of people just like, you know what I hate the most? When somebody takes a turn and they slow down to the barest crawl that they can get. Like they slow to almost to a stop to do a turn mm-hmm. and it just blocks everybody and you have to slam on your brakes because you <laughs> didn't expect it. Or when they try to take a turn and so they just inch out until yeah. they're just blocking traffic. Until they're just and blocking then they, traffic. They, they, oh, thank like, you. Oh, and they wave yeah. to you. Oh yeah, like, I did fucking a good thing. Dickheads. I did a good thing here. Oh yeah, this is what I was supposed to do instead of waiting like a normal person. They block traffic until everyone goes, you have to go yeah. or else like nobody can go. Well, one of my least favorite. Well, you're not a cop, right? No cop here. I hate, I hate. <laughs> you just have to ask me and I have to tell you. You have to tell me. You have to tell me. 
I hate when people come to complete stops at stop signs. This is the 21st century. What are we doing? What are you <laughs> doing? Is, this is not okay. This is hold up. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> this is that stop this sign is, is like a eight mile an hour affair. What are we doing? Just go through will, it. Who cares? I will give you there. There is especially in Massachusetts the concept of a rolling stop. Rolling stop. Um, it. I was it, I was raised do. on the rolling stop. I mean, come on. I recently rewatched the movie uh, Starman um to to do other things other content that come up but um in that it's like an alien guy that comes to earth and he's watching he he learned the rules of the road by watching you um and he goes green light is go red light is stop yellow light go very fast because (laughs) (laughs) that is that is massachusetts that is massachusetts good it's a good time but i do but you got to do the left and right if nobody's if there's no No, no, cops around a Definitely. rolling stop is fine to me. I don't, I'm not saying I'm I'm just like blind. I'm I am someone who religiously doesn't puts my phone to the side when I am driving. I never never mm. look at it, and I am very. I would say I'm very aware of. I'll come to slower stops if I'm not uh, familiar with the with the neighborhood. If I'm driving around my mm. own neighborhood and I fucking I know these streets, man, like the back of my hand. Like there's one stop sign where, where when I moved into this neighborhood, it wasn't there, and then they put mm. it in like halfway through the through the uh, time I've lived here. And I just refuse to acknowledge it. I'm like, we survived without it. I'm not stopping. Like, leave me alone. I think there's, like, if there's no cops around, I don't, and there's nobody really around, I don't think it's a crime. I'm like, yeah. whatever, if, as long as you don't crash into anything. Something I've also noticed is that I will sometimes do the yellow light go very fast because I want to get through it. And then you go and then you look in your rear view mirror and you see like one or two cars come in when you're like, I was already crushing that tomato. Like there's yeah, no right. way that I was like you ran a red light. You ran like, a red you light. Actively, yeah, actually like, ran there's off. it was full on red by the time I was through it. That that this absolute. is just full on rant time. So I looked, yeah absolutely. I, I, I um I I live on a street that connects from where the public transport comes into our neighborhood to like the main mm-hmm. street, and so people come like ripping down my street. It's probably like realistically, oh, you should that. probably be going like a maximum of like twenty on my road, but people go like forty or forty five. There's also a it's school. Also, there's also a school yeah, was, on my road, and I was so like to say, it's a school zone. It's yeah. Like, which is so I heard. I heard in the Boston, like, I was looking, my, my my girlfriend was on, like, the Boston subreddit or something, and she was like, oh, they're, like, announcing a program that they're putting in some speed humps, like, in our neighborhood. And I was like, oh, cool, like, our street could actually really use them. Like, people rip yeah. down our road, and so I feel kind of aggregate, aggravated about that. And then I looked online. What they did, I'm so pissed off about this. They took a road that already had three speed humps on it, and they added two more, and then said, our Are job you- is done. <laughs> <laughs> that is and i was like massachusetts roads <laughs> massachusetts infrastructure because we're also getting the um nothing like reading articles that they're like the the mbta the train system is destroyed it it's is fucked, on dude. fire dude it is, do not yeah. take it. <laughs> we have to do like so much construction like that happens so often and it's so the, boston's a great city but Yep. Transportation is sometimes a piece of shit. I was doing my research for city councilor because city councilor election is coming up. And Mm -hmm. one of the candidates, I I read through this questionnaire where a bunch of the candidates answered the same questions. And one of the questions was like, 
transportation in, in Boston has like gotten worse over the past few years. What do you want to do to fix it? And one mm -hmm. of the candidates was like, first thing I would do is get rid of all the bike lanes. They're taking up parking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, who knew? I'm going to say, that's not the fault. That's not a, that's not a, I think that's a good thing, in fact, because yeah. all the fucking, I would not, my girlfriend sometimes rides her bicycle to work and I'm like, it's not even far away. And every single time I'm like, she like, might not come she back. She might not come back. I'm, Right. It, it, like, it's insane to think that that would be the, <laughs> the thing. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I couldn't believe that this opinion existed in the greater Boston area. It was like, get those bikers, get them out of here. I think I saw an interview with Bill Nye where he was talking about, like, you know what? He was talking about transportation. And he's like, we need wind tunnels for bike lanes. Mm -hmm. Like, you go into a tunnel and it's like a just pushes you. One for, and it just has air, like, fucking blowing. So you go faster. That and I'm like, dope. that sounds that is awesome. Sick. Like, pneumatic because you're tubes also, for people? That's cool yeah, as hell. Because you're also protected from the cars. Like, that's always right. my... Even when I'm in the car going around a biker, I'm like, I'm going to give you as much leeway as I can because I know how stressful this is for on your part, like, yeah. <laughs> to be out here. Oh, but, I have a very relevant complaint. I was recently okay. in Japan. Japan... Yeah. Amazing public transport, like well fantastic, known, yes. fantastic. One thing that's really shitty there: people bike on the sidewalk and they don't, oh. they don't shout, they don't say anything, they don't use bells, and so you're just walking down the street and people are like weaving around you on bicycles silently. They don't call out, they don't say on your mm. left, another thing. And like the number of times in just two weeks there that we almost got clipped by bicycles was like unbelievable. And I don't think it was like our symptom; it wasn't a symptom of us being stupid tourists because I thought we were being pretty aware. And I was just mm -hmm. like, by the end of it, I was like, these people, get them in a bike lane. Get them <laughs> off the sidewalk. What are we doing? I, yeah, I hate that so much. Because it, it, I get, I empathize with them, but I'm also like, why? Yeah. What's the point? Right. But anyway, Anyways, you know what? I, I hope has over. a point. Your next segment. My next segment should, it should, it should have a point. I think. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. One would like to hope. This segment the first, my first segment of the day, mm -hmm. as always, comes to us from thetakeout.com. Thank you to the takeout. Oh, and it's entitled The Best Food Innovations of 2023, According to Time Magazine. Oh, hmm. You think, so they're coming down from their ivory tower. Their ivory tower. To be bequeath to us plebs. Right. The only thing I know about Time Magazine's knowledge. relevance to modern day is the time person of the year. And mm -hmm. then you can like look at it and go, no fucking way. Good, tr good luck to try again next time, time. And then you move <laughs> on with your day. And then uh, contrast that with the Forbes 30 under 30, which I heard somebody say that there's nine times out of 10, those people are usually like scammers. Like it, yeah. they usually have the next year, like Sam B Bankman Freed, who was the guy who did FBX. Yeah. Fucking. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's like totally like, gameable and like they have a pretty bad track record as, yeah. as far as terrible I'm track record. Yeah. So All right. So here's a few of the Times food things. innovations by time magazine. Uh, so mostly focuses on gadgets, but there's also a food and drink category that, um, mm. that we'll get into. So the number one, in no particular order, as far as I know. These are not, like, ranked 1 to 10. It's just, like, here, here's a list. Mm -hmm. uh, this one, the first one is called the Chef Doodler. The Chef Doodler is a pen Chef that draws Doodler. with sugar, but three-dimensionally, so you can create objects. It's like a glue oh. gun that dispenses candy. Oh, okay. This is very interesting, because I remember seeing a VR game that was makes you think of this, where you could it's, just kind of draw in 3D. Yeah, it's kind of like a 3D printing pen, but it's... um. 
It's like liquid sugar. It is a hot glue. It's like a hot glue gun, but it's like liquid yeah. sugar. And then you can create create objects with it. It's pretty crazy. Like, that I don't is know. Neat, actually. I saw I'm, a little. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool, it's a cool gonna... idea. I saw somebody like uh, there's a picture on the website of a gingerbread house that's been like decorated with it. And they mm. have like uh, they've recreated with sugar, like snow that's kind of like sliding off of the roof, like kind of what you would oh. ideally want from from icing. But it's just been like precision done in such a way that looks really nice. It does seem like a, a very precision pipette. Yes, uh, it's kind of like that. Mm, I could see, I could see a culinary artist doing very well with this. I could see myself oh. making a fun little stick figure man. Yeah, <laughs> and then going, look, and then eating them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Uh, second one, good meat, which is I think a brand, good meat, cultivated mm -hmm. chicken. So it says good meat creates lab cultivated chicken, sans the actual chicken. So this one okay. is chicken minus the chicken. So they're 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 like three D. Oh no, they're lab growing it. That's what it is. It's so it's it's the whole idea of like the future where we just grow the part of the animal that we eat. Like you grow mm -hmm. a chicken breast. This uh, mm -hmm. this this company has started to do it. So it's one of the food innovations you can look forward to in years to come. Welcome to the future. The future is now. Next That's one is. It's like Dippin' Dots. It's like Dippin' Dots. The, <laughs> the future and the past. <laughs> the of the future. Uh, okay. Next one is called Luna UCR. You want to guess what the hmm. Luna UCR is? What does it sound like to you? Lu I mean, Luna is like moon, like right. lunar. NCR. UCR. 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 This one, UCR sounds like a type of a video format. This is, this is not not at all. The Luna UCR is a new type of avocado that takes fewer, <laughs> <laughs> that takes fewer resources to grow than a traditional Whoa. Haas avocado. It also turns black as it ripens, taking the guesswork out of whether it's ready to eat. So you don't have to go up and feel feel every single avocado in the store. I don't think I've ever heard a more distinct uh, case of people biologically engineering fruits and such because yeah like, I mean, that happens all the time but yeah. it's also, you don't think about it this is actively like hey you know those like mood like heat things yeah. we put that in your avocado we love to oh. feel these avocados actually we'd love it if you stopped feeling the avocados i'm i'm totally against that are, are you again <laughs> you don't like the germs on the outside well i am i am someone who tries to hunt for the the, the, the thing about avocados at the grocery store is they're either a rock or a pile yeah. of mashed potato. Like there's no, absolutely, there's no middle ground. You got to either use it immediately when you get home, or in right. ten months, and then it's already gone. Like right. it's gone <laughs> and rotten. it goes from rot ripe to rotten, like like that. There's a blink of an yeah, eye where it's ripe. <laughs> it turns into clay. Uh, the next one is the GE Profile Smart Stand Mixer. It's a new stand mixer featuring a built-in scale voice control capability and other handy functions for bakers. I don't. You, <sighs> this is you, this is the same quality of like smart fridges where it's like i don't need yeah. to be like stand mixer start mixing and don't stop for 10 <laughs> minutes like uh, what what just set it yeah <laughs> set like, it set a timer hey hey stand mixer stop mixing mixing faster no i said no, stop no, no. <laughs> mixing even faster <laughs> having to deal with like voice automated systems recently they aren't getting better on like phones even. So I, I don't think this is going to be good on this. Also, we've had stand mixers that are really functional since like the f 50s earlier. Yeah, we've had probably. them for like, yeah, I would say minimum 70 years. We're not yeah. looking for voice. Like, who is asking? This? <laughs> this is some business major who's just like, I have a great idea that everybody's going to love. And everyone's like, 
Mm, mm. I don't think so. Have you thought about, about this for more than five seconds? And he's like, four seconds is my max. And you're like, <laughs> oh, okay. uh, next one is the Nama J2 cold press juicer. This juicer sounds about as ha- hands off as it gets. Simply toss large chunks or whole fruits into the device and you've got juice. No slicing required. Just throw those bad boys in there. This is for the lazy person who wants something that is artisan. It's yes. <laughs> this, this smacks me. This is the same logic that people who really like AI art, uh-huh. where they're just like, it democratizes art. It democratizes juicing things. <laughs> it's like it's like it's a specialty thing. It's a five hundred dollar <laughs> juicer. Like, what are we talking? How does it democratize anything? <laughs> it's, just not it's just because you're lazy and you don't want to un. Can okay. Here's the question: Is can I throw a full ass banana with the skin on? In I think the answer is yes. I think that's what the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that's for the laziest rich person yeah. ever. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't, have two yeah, thoughts on fan. this. One is I already saw another article on the takeout that was like, it's coming to be that bottled orange juice is a luxury item, and I was like looking around. I was like, I, I'm not someone who routinely buys orange juice, but it's not because yeah. it's expensive. It's because I know I won't finish it. <laughs> I yeah, know that exactly. it's like like it's a lot of orange juice in one container. A big bottle of orange juice is too much for it's, for it's a lot of if, orange juice for one or two people because I don't right. have you you don't have orange juice like with dinner you no. have it with breakfast and that's yeah it. but I I've, I have my my breakfast beverage I have coffee so I don't need another mm. I like orange juice when I'm out at a place and I like sipping on it but oh, yeah. at home I'm not a big orange juice guy. I mean it's a fun special occasion when I'm feeling like I, it it's fun but it's not a like a I'm not I'm not keeping it in the fridge listen. all the time. You don't need to explain yourself. Orange juice is expensive. And also, sometimes you get uh, weird. I got chocolate milk from a bakery that's down the street. Mm -hmm. And the guy who was ringing me up was like, huh, chocolate milk, huh? And I was like, "What? What is this?" I'm not I don't, paying for your for your judgment. I don't need this sir. criticism. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just My give me the goddamn style. chocolate. I'm paying for this chocolate I milk. Pay. I can, Leave me alone. I'm a grown man. This is the point of being a grown man. Is you can buy you your can, chocolate milk and no one yeah. can say shit. Exactly. I'm gonna have this chocolate milk and I'm gonna have a sandwich with it. Thank you very much. My second point about juice fruit juice. Will yeah. have I ever extolled the virtues of the Zumex to you? <laughs> it was okay, I, we've we have gone from like. Hating futurology of uh-huh. just being like futurism. I don't. I don't like the stand mixer. To you being like, have you heard of this new thing from Mars? <laughs> what are you talking? About? What is this? So the, the Zoomex. Zoomex. People. My long time. I, I. I don't know. Write in if I've already talked about the Zoomex. I fucking love the Zoomex. It, what it is is, um, you know, you go into the like in Europe. You go into like any corner store, and it's like, you know, you can get a amazing espresso for like two euros and it's like this amazing fancy machine and every single place has like an incredible stainless steel machine Mm -hmm. a lot of places also have the zoomex and the zoomex has a top loading orange juicer where you just put a bunch of oranges on the top and then you press a button and it goes down through this contraption it slices it it squeezes it and then it discards the 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 rinds and you own this no but oh. I love it. I think it's phenomenal. I You've came seen back it and you thought this is the future. This is the way. Like going down to the to the cafe and getting like a two euro cup of fresh squeezed orange juice is absolutely incredible. And I that, hate yeah, that America. That. America is a small glass of fresh squeezed orange juice is going to run you about eight dollars. Get ready for that oh, reality. Yes. Even <laughs> though, true. even though America has all of Florida growing oranges, I don't know what we're doing wrong. <laughs> is there? 
actually, this is a good question. Is there other places that grow oranges in Europe? They like, like like Spain, Spain, and like Portugal, oh, Spain. I, I can see it. Yeah, yeah, like I think they grow oranges there. But in America, it's like mostly or mostly Florida, maybe Florida, Georgia, yeah. or like you know southern parts there. This but, is, I mean, this just reminds me of the movie, the Disney Channel original movie, Smart House, mm-hmm. which I thought was going to be the future, where it was yeah. like, your house can do anything, and it, it has something like that, where it's like, I would like some juice, and they just have a big thing of, like, all the oranges in there, and I always mm-hmm. thought, like, well, as an adult, I, like, rewatched part of it, and I was like, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm going to watch the rest <laughs> of this. I'm bored. But I, but I was also like, who's filling that up? Like, the dad has to, like, go and put the oranges in. You still need a manservant to do that for you, turns (laughs) out. (laughs) But maybe the house does it, but I don't know. The next one is called the Invisicook. It's an induction cooktop installed directly into your kitchen counter, getting rid of your stovetop. Coming to a a horror movie theater near you, the Invisicook. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I cooking? (laughs) Honey, I didn't make steaks. Oh, no. The Invisicook's here. The next one they list, is, uh, long-time listeners will remember this one, the Heinz Remix, the one where you can oh make my. mango ranch. Stop. The remix for Heinz <laughs> sauces. I had forgotten about this because we have established that we forget every episode that we yes. record. I do remember mango ketchup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, another one is the Breville Jewel Turbo Sous Vide. I think that's great. I need to get my sous vide. I got a turbo (laughs) sous vide. Turbo sous vide is very threatening. (laughs) Isn't the the point of sous vide that it just kind of like, I I would like a slower cook on something like that. You already throw it in. Exact cook, yeah. It's already boiling water. Is this like fucking frothing water? Where they're just like. (laughs) (laughs) Throw it in from way far away. Because if it splashes on you, then it'll melt your skin. Was when we were traveling, we saw a place called 800 Degrees Pizza. And I thought that was great. That's an instantly burnt pizza. If you put your hand in there, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Let me wow. check on the pizza. Oh, I'm without a hand. Now. <laughs> uh, one so, more is the, oh, two more. Second to last one, the Row 7. I think that's the name of the company. Yeah, Row 7 Seed Company, Sweet Garlic. It's an organic seed company, and it recently released a sweet garlic that blends a leek with a flavor of garlic. They did a hybrid plant uh, that's garlic leek. Once again, what is science becoming? What is food science? Because they're like actively going mad scientists on us, where they're just like, we have garlic, <laughs> but you see this long thing? That's a leek. And that's it's just like leak. they smashed, they just taped it together. <laughs> they're like, it's perfect. I like the idea that there's a there's a there's a Willy Wonka for every food. Like, <laughs> like he's like everything in this room is leak. You can eat anything; it's all leak. And people are like, really? How is that possible? Okay, we have sweets, Willy Wonka. We have produce, <laughs> Willy Wonka. We have soda, Willy Wonka. Don't go to this place. Don't go it's, like, it's all it's, sticky. It's gross. Yeah, it's. <laughs> you know how they had that one chocolate river? It's like all rivers. <laughs> it's like, all it's rivers. like it's really bad. It's not uh, <laughs> we have that, we've got, we have meat Wonka. He's also really nasty. He, yeah, his don't, place smells like rotting meat. Don't make eye contact with fast food, Willy Wonka. He is like he's on meth. It's <laughs> it's distressing. And then the oh. last food innovation for the year that they've noted: the Kraft Heinz three sixty crisp. La- Earlier this year, what? Lunchables released a new product: a microwavable grilled cheese sandwich that comes out oh. crisp thanks to a special cooking sleeve designed for that purpose. 
that's i'm you know what people are talking about microplastics a lot that's 100 percent gonna give you you heard of microplastics right? what about macro plastic yeah, it's all plastic <laughs> would you like to melt this thing into the sleeve i like that they're like ooh, it's a nice crispy you can oh bring a knife along the edges hear that sound <laughs> perfectly crispy on this Lunchables grilled cheese. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> you know what I would say though? If I had the ability as a kid to microwave the sandwich that was packed for me and have it turn into but and it turned you, into a panini, I would hmm. be out of my gourd excited. Like that would That's true. That change that have, revolutionizes the lunch game. But you would have to be like the teacher's pet. Like, you would have to be the ultimate to be like, um, excuse me, Mrs. Connolly, uh, I'd like to have a little sojourn into the teacher's lounge so that I may microwave my pen. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't do it. They'd be like, no. My, my uncle once told me a story. My uncle's really smart. He, he's an electrical engineer, and he figured out at a young age that he took, he took the uh, plug for a lamp and disconnected it from a lamp and then separated the wires. And t- okay. put each one of those wires on a nail and then drove those nails through a board. And he brought that to school with a hot dog and he plugged it into the wall and put his hot dog across the two nails. And so he ran a current <laughs> across it. And he was like eight years old. And the teacher was like, um, absolutely not. Like, yeah, that's a- <laughs> you can't be doing that. <laughs> that, is, that is one, the smartest kid. Yes. Two, that is like MacGyvering, but also that is one step away from being like, I know how to make napalm. Would you like me to show you? Like, what the fuck? I was just like, I I was blown away that this like, you know, little kid was like, well, you know, I can make a, f- I just want my fresh dogs, I, man. Yeah, I'm not I understand someone for cold dog. Imagine the experimentation that went into that because you're not like opening, you're not cracking open a textbook. You're like, you just kind of have a nails attached to outlets. Listen, when you got two nails and a wire, everything looks like a hot dog, all right? <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, so is this all the, the innovations that we have? For Those are the innovations from Time Magazine. Stay tuned for next year's. I mean, it's a whole nother year away, but, you know, stay on the edge of your seat for it. I can't wait. Mm. And you know what I also can't wait for? Your next segment. Here's the thing. We got some more food stuff. Oh, oh. this is this yes. is a um, this is a brand new segment oh. that I come up with of which sounds better to you. Oh, hey, I like this game. We need a little game show game show uh, kind of jingle in here. I was thinking about like different names that people have for the same thing. Kind of like there's a, I don't know if this is true or not, but the Inuit people has like multiple names for snow and people have different names for like for British people, they have chips, which are French fries. Sure. Things like that. And I thought about like, which one of these is a more ooh appetizing name for a food? So they're the same food, but with mm-hmm. multiple goes by multiple aliases, and you I Different. need to I need to we need to discuss these. Yeah, these it's it's a uh, this is a matter of opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably I have multiple things that I found for this, but this is a um, di- differences between uh, U.S. and U.K pronunciations for uh or not pronunciations because okay. that because that implies that it's the same word they're completely different names okay for the same yeah word. yeah um so let's just start this off aubergine or eggplant i think i knew this i knew this one aubergine 
Aubergine sounds classier. It does. It because they go what do to we like? Do? It's like, from French, Catalan, and Arabic origins. Ooh, baby, that's aubergine. some etymology. Give it, me that. And then it makes eggplant, me feel like it's it. <laughs> Americans are the dum dums that are like, looks like an <laughs> egg, but it's a plant. Oh, <laughs> uh, you seeing a lot of purple eggs there, Frank? It's a, oh yeah, with my <laughs> chickens, they they've gone rotten. Yeah, so yeah, aubergine so, is 100% better. I Yeah, I'm going to say that. I, I think <laughs> it's an easier start. I've never really evaluated the fact that it's called an eggplant, but as soon as you pointed that out, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out on it. <laughs> Why is it an eggplant? I guess yes. it is kind of Would kidney plant be better or worse? Kidney plant? Cuz it's kind of a kidney bean. We've already like got shape. we've already got one kidney. We've got the kidney bean and I don't think we need yeah. more kidney naming nomenclature. That's we don't fair. need it. We don't need it. Um, would you like the zucchini or the courgette? The courgette? How much? How many horsepower you got in that courgette? <laughs> I did have to. <laughs> What's the zero to sixty time on the courgette? I might need to r- refresh if I'm saying that per- correctly. Let me just do a little. Yeah, it's courgette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's courgette. Yeah, that's courgette. I think uh, we. I think it's too similar to Corvette. And also, I have no problem. Yeah, that's zucchini. True. Zucchini is a. It's a distinct word. It's not like anything mm. else. And it, it kind of makes me think of the uh, the shape because it's a lot of like um like zucchini. Yeah. The eyes are a little bit like straight, like a zucchini. Sure. I don't know. It's it's that's weird. Also, using the Z. I love a good Z word. I love a good Z word. We don't have enough of them. Zucchini kind of gets me jazzed because zucchinis on their own are going to say that they're not that exciting, but their mm. names certainly imply that they're exciting. And that gets me a little more jazzed for them. Mm. Not in on courgette. What do you think about ham or gammon? I, <laughs> I I feel like I'm not pronouncing that right, but it's, well, like, it's G- ha- hamon is like Spanish. Hamon, <laughs> hamon is, yeah. like, is like Spanish for it. Uh, the... England's gamon evolved from the w- French word jambon. Yeah, jambon. Yeah, right. So, uh, and so the in, the American ham is from Dutch and German hamme, or ha- it's spelled hamme, but it's probably ham. Like, it's, yeah, it's really like you know, all these different Romance and Germanic languages. Really, like we have one sh- shared word, and it's basically ham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hmm, what do you think about this one? Because the, the, they it kind of has a similar vibe, ham or gamon. Hamon, because well, you could say here's the context. Do I say gamon sandwich versus ham sandwich? I don't think so. I think I'm saying no. ham sandwich. Ham's a little quicker. Ham's, Ham's a little, it's straight to the point. Ham is yeah, a, gonna... a ham cold cut is like about as basic as you can get as a lunchbox item. And so I need the, the word to represent that. Ham. Mm. Uh, also, what am I going to say? I was like, that, wow, look at that boy. He's got big gamons. <laughs> <laughs> look at that. <laughs> you, that implies that you're going around being like, look at the ham on that boy. Those look are at some the ham hams on that boy. <laughs> uh, all right. So coriander or cilantro. Right. These are the same, huh? Well, I think yeah, the coriander is the seed, right? No, I guess they're the same, huh? This coriander is what the Because uh, we have, the, cor- we, if you go to the spice section, you'll find coriander, but it's like the seed. It's like really? the seed of, of, I'm pretty sure. That, that's an American Cilantro thing. Seed. I bet that that's just a, like, because somebody was like, what about, like, it's probably a UK distributor who does that. And then they're like, I guess we're going to call it, because coriander to me sounds like a completely different name. Right. Like, it seems like a different herb, but they are the same thing. Right. Uh, 
I think I like cilantro. Ooh. Because I think of, so, stupid reason, but a lot of like Mexican, Latin American food uses cilantro. Ends in O, yeah. therefore is like in my brain part of the mm. his, like Mexican slash Hispanic slash Spanish like like that is true area of my brain <laughs> which is a stupid I, reason but it's like that's where it lives this is probably the toughest one because it is um cilantro i feel like because cilantro is one of the things that people can it tastes like soap to certain people right so some people the, the genetic thing yeah i feel like that cilantro feels like more of a, a product like a cleaning product cilantro. It's a, it, <laughs> and it's kind of like f- familiarity because coriander i like coriander though i think it's a classier cilantro or coriander <laughs> i'm gonna I, I think i go with coriander it's myself. it's tight for me i could go either way on it but i yeah i see it this is a, a weird one because i don't you don't really hear this a lot granola or muesli muesli yeah muesli like that's a um, i don't know that's uh I, I think of muesli i think of when i think of muesli i think of potpourri and potpourri yeah, that's is a- not <laughs> is not what that is like potpourri is like decorative granola i feel like ooh, delicious clusters of granola because i have granola right. in yogurt and it's delicious it's wonderful if somebody was like oh you have some muesli there i feel like that's 100 percent flax seeds like that's yeah. the type of like <laughs> vibe it gives me i don't want to mix muesli into my yogurt that doesn't sound good that sounds kind of no. muesli sounds like it's it's a little too close to mucus and it's like i don't want to i don't <laughs> mix that into anything i'm good it's it's too close to mus- Mussolini to me. <laughs> Mucus Mussolini. Ugh. Yeah, this is this is a term that I have never heard, and I did study abroad in UK. Like I was there for many months, never heard this. Arugula I know or this yeah, rocket. Love this one. I think this is great. I heard this one. I think when I was in South Africa, they called it rocket. I've also seen it in in Europe called this in grocery stores. I think it's great we need to rebrand arugula rocket is where it's at it's all in the branding it's all in the marketing i mean mm-hmm. they'd sell they'd sell listen you'd sell millions all you need is a different brand all right you here's my this five kids- steps to success <laughs> last episode we talked about having frozen like elsa on chiquita bananas or whatever right. or <laughs> um are you saying that this is the uh marketing push that arugula yeah. really needs. This is really to get it off the shelves. I know they've, yeah. been, they've been backstocked on arugula. I just like, you know, can't get it off the shelves. It's sticking too much. Ugh. Give me some rocket, please. Give mother. me some rocket. And they start shoveling that green stuff. <laughs> yeah, their face. Give me Absolutely. yeah, I love it. I love that. I mean, there is the concept of the uh, naming things really does affect <laughs> how much people like it. But um, biscuit versus cookie. Which it's one do you like better? It's a cookie. Yeah, I'm chocolate going cookie. chip, co- chocolate chip biscuit. What are we talking about? Get the fuck out of here. This is where this gets into like more English versus or not English, uh, British versus uh, American. Mm-hmm. Fries or chips or crisps. These I I this I is, think this is my yeah. time to do a little rant. Fries make sense to me as a term. French fries because yep. you fry them. Yeah. Chips for French fries. The name. Makes no goddamn sense. It doesn't make any sense. They're not chips. They're not chips. They're not chips of anything. Crisps is okay for chips. Chip. The American chip makes sense to me because you can chip a potato chip. Right. Like you can break it. Crisp. The crisp. That's that's fine. Fries versus chips. A French fry does not chip. 
It is not a solid, <laughs> it, or it, it's, if it's a good one, it's going to have a little bit of, ooh, give to it. It's going to have a little bit of a pillowy inside the, of mashed potato almost, of you're that good potato. You're going to get no disagreement from me here. We're both a couple of American homers, just, yeah. uh, you know. Similar with cookie and biscuit, we already got biscuits, and they're from the South. And, they and our are biscuits delicious. are incredibly delicious, and I'm not looking to replace them. Slathered with gravy. This is one that I don't think is right. Jam or jelly or jello. Jello can't I don't be think right. those those are all different things. No, that can't be right. <laughs> those are all is, things. Fuck that. Yeah. Sausage or banger. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> say banger. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's that's fair because I at first I thought it was gonna be like rocket where I'm like ooh banger and then I said it out loud and I was like that oh, no, sounds like that sounds wrong. That's, that sounds like somebody who's on a list. Like somebody yeah. who's a banger. <laughs> he's a banger. Yeah, that's not a great. Yeah, so he's I, a burner. I got my burner. I got my banger. <laughs> like, oh, sausage is fine. We're, we're fine, especially because I think it comes from like German or some shit. You also got to um, think like the expression. You want to see how the banger is made? Like, no. Yeah, that's no, a- <laughs> <terrible>. <laughs> that's that's a proposition for sex. Yeah, that I is, don't like there, that. <laughs> there's nothing else. Uh, ship shrimp or prawn. Uh, shrimp or prawn. I feel like, oh, do people say prawn cocktail sometimes if they're trying to be too fancy? Trying to be too fancy. Shrimp cocktail, prawn cocktail. I think of prawns as, I mean, I guess I think of them sort of, I would never say prawn, but I wouldn't bat an eye if somebody said prawn, I think. Mm, Yeah, that's, I, I, it just makes me think of the movie District 9, because that's what they called the aliens. Yeah. Bloody prawn. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not, uh, not a, I, I feel like I go with shrimp. I like shrimp because it, Hey, shrimp. Hey, it's like shrimp. a tiny little Ju- thing. Are you guys also, you say jumbo, jumbo shrimp. That's fun to say. It's a jumbo, jumbo prawn? Jumbo prawn. Yeah, That's I, nothing. I think shrimp prawn. I like shrimp better for mouthfeel. We're going with that. All right. Th- this one's the dumbest. And the last one. Ice lolly or popsicle? Ice lolly? Yeah, this is bullshit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think lolly is like lollipop, where they're just like, so yeah. it's that, but frozen. And you're like, no, Ice I think lolly. popsicle is better because it has that pop, pop. and sickle, pop. sickle. Which, which you think of yeah, icicle. icicle. Perfect marketing. This is American marketing, whereas the British just kind of throw words together and they go, that's proper, that's right, that works for us. So what do they, th- what do they call a fudgesicle then? A chocolate ice lolly? That's nothing. Yeah, that's bad. That's, that's, that's terrible. That's I'm 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 against that. Um, but you know what I'm not against? Your next segment. My next segment, you're not against it? No. You I'm might be. Move, I'm not against moving. Oh, oh, that's that's you might voting. be. It's a little bit of a threat because we're going down under the ground. Will it's you been too it. long? Oh no. <laughs> time it's time once again welcome back to the taxidermy segment you love it you know it everybody loves it come on i'm I the love- i'm the listen would you say yeah. i'm the best repeat guest you've ever had on this segment i don't think we've had any repeat guests so checkmate default there you go <laughs> oh man <laughs> Oh, that makes me you, number one. I would love if they did have taxidermied prawns, though. 
Taxidermy shrimp. Just little. <laughs> Making <laughs> little notes. Guys. Taking notes. Taxidermy shrimp. How would you do that? It's like save tiny the shrimp cocktail and then they do it to mice <laughs> like a mouse yeah, but you're not a... eating the mice no but you, but you could get a little shrimp and i actually that's exoskeletons must be easier though to taxidermy i would no, think listen eh, I, whatever i don't know i just i just sell I, them i don't know i'm not here to ask questions i'm just here for you to, you're here to play me. the games welcome to yep. Guess that price. All right, Will, I've got three entries for you today. Of course, on Ooh. this segment, Will has to name the price of different taxidermies, bad taxidermies that I find on the electronic bay. All right, okay. number one, flying taxidermy, flying squirrel taxidermy, real small flying squirrel superhero <laughs> oddities art. At least they said it was an oddity. Like, they, they at least are like, this is not in the mainstream. They know. They're aware. They're self-aware he, for this one. <laughs> but apparently he's a little guy. He's a, he's double. a little guy. This is... No. Okay, I'm against it now. It's I a was, little guy. <laughs> I, was, I was pro it before. I am very against it because of the quality on display here is not good. What are you talking about? This man is a superhero. He's saving... He's basically Spider-Man. Come on. This is... There's a term that my girlfriend and I use for when our cat is all messed up. And we call him Scrungly. He's this very man, super this is, Scrungly. Yeah, this is Scrungled <laughs> to, to hell and back. This, this this motherfucker is, this is a bad taxidermy job in terms of like the fur is all matted and weird and uneven. How could and you say looks, this about my favorite scared. boy? He, his He's mouth flying is in to save the day. Here's the description from the seller. Real uh, flying squirrel taxidermy made by me. He's flying <laughs> off to rescue an acorn or something. Wow, or nice. something? Don't have <laughs> nice. that description. <laughs> Just don't end it with or something. Just say he's saving an acorn. I always thought flying squirrels were large, but in the south, apparently they're tiny little dudes. He measures about seven inches from head to tip of tail, and the space between his feet is five and a half inches. That's the widest part. The whole piece is six inches tall. He's been giving the illusion of flying because I propped him on a clear dowel, attached it to a wooden base. He can fly. The cap is handmade, glittery blue, and a powder gem at the front of his neck. The power gem at the front of his neck. The power the gem power. is a genuine <laughs> Swarovski crystal. <laughs> Why? Why are you attaching Why? anything of value to this dead beast? First of all, am I supposed to believe that? Also, secondly, why? I, okay. Up, up and away. Ships from my studio in North Carolina. I had noted the necklace. I did not know that it was like a Captain Planet necklace of power. Like he Genuine got a, Swarovski crystal, William. Like he's in Baldur's Gate and got a, a talisman of, of talking to dead or something. <laughs> like this is <laughs> also. What, what uh, does that mean? He's going to just talk to himself? Like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Multiple comments about this taxidermy. Uh-huh. You said that he was on a base that is has a pole. That he's uh-huh. standing on. That is true. Dowel. His arms uh-huh. are outstretched. He's just kind of a square. He's a square. Of a thing. Of a flying squirrel. Um, Where is the pole going into Theo? That would be right into his anus, Will. Thanks for asking. <laughs> right into his privates. That is, it is going only there. His mouth is slightly ajar, like he's going, <laughs> oh. Oh no! And then, <laughs> and he, like he, like his powers are not working. His ears are nightmarish and i think they really fucked it up because they look like bright red down and weird yeah okay it looks like it has, right. it's like full of coagulated blood it's terrible um 
and just the ever the foot is at a weird everything about this is bad and i don't like it <laughs> well then you would tell me how much is it gonna <sighs> cost okay be, i also i'm gonna uh laugh at the the <laughs> that they're like i thought this i didn't know flying squirrels were tiny i thought they were as big as houses like what i thought it was gonna about? be the size a, of a bear swooping down from a tree it's a squirrel <laughs> they're all tiny um because of that, I don't think we've had a flying squirrel yet. I think that's going to maybe up the value. But it's also because it's tiny. It's not for that. I'm going to say $75. $210 US dollars you for you there, William. Are you fucking kidding me? Genuine Swarovski crystals don't come cheap. I mean, come on. If that, take it off then. <laughs> that's the, that's bump it up the value. That's not worth it. That's the most genuine anger I've heard from this segment. Just take it off. What are you doing? It's <laughs> like boost because the the squirrel itself is not going to get a high price on the market. Yeah, it's know terrible. Your market. <sighs> All right, number two, taxidermy baby doll rabbit on purple puffy dress, real rabbit no. oddities, big doll. I Will, already know this, what this might is be, be the worst one I've ever featured on you this segment. You can't say that. You, it's oh, pretty horrifying. It's that's terrible. A- Okay, I knew from the moment you said baby doll that it was going to be one of the... This dear listener falls into the category of they took an old doll that they got at a yard sale, ripped Mm -hmm. the head off, and mounted a real animal head on top of it as if that was a cute thing that people like. Every single time, it's out of proportion. Every single time, (laughs) they don't even do the due diligence of like changing the hands out because i can see those fucking vienna sausage fingers coming out of the, <laughs> of the i do there. have to say on this one if you look into that eye too long sauron might see you yeah the, <laughs> <laughs> this this bunny was a sith in life because their eyes look like anakin's revenge of the sith it is yellow <laughs> with like red inside i don't know how you got this for a black bunny this Here's is a- awful Here's the description from the seller. Taxidermy doll now available, and she is perfection. This is an extra large, extra soft, and fuzzy rabbit head on a beautiful doll body. I on a very the ears. not fuzzy body. <laughs> I painted the ears to match the dress. The hat fits oh. perfectly between the two giant ears. I am thrilled how well this came together. The eyes are glass and handmade by me. She is self-standing and come on her own metal doll stand. My pieces are not mummified or freeze-dried. I use traditional taxidermy mounting methods. She is big, 25 inches tall, 15 inches wide. Oh, my God. That's once, horrifying. Once again, not a great taxidermy job because the bunny looks like an A to B. Like, it looks like a dog <laughs> that had, like, its snoot is too big. Like, it looks like they overstuffed it, and then the mouth was like... It's kind of got a wily coyote kind of nose-looking, like, drooping yeah, down. Yeah, it's, it's drooping down, and that's not good. And the comment about the ears, I didn't notice that, that it was not naturally that pink. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is... Okay, for people at home, imagine if a doily came to life and was made into a doll. And then they put a decapitated bunny's head on top, and then put like Jackie O's, Jackie O Kennedy's hat oh, on no. top. Like it's just, I can't. The eyes are are so troubling. Not great. <laughs> everything, everything about this is troubling. I think the eyes are the most piercing. They're piercing me. In my Please, soul. it's time. What's what's the price? Yes. Fuck, dude, that's hard. That's this is probably one of the harder ones because I 
the delusion that you'd need to put this on eBay and be like, this is a great product. I don't know this why you... This one is a great one. This is a fantastic piece. Especially because the other one, the other one was 200 Wow. I, I, inflation's affecting everybody. Um, it's hitting this interest you hard, man. I can barely keep up. I'm going to say that this person is delusional, and I'm going to say 425 Oh, 325 but ooh oh my God. ballpark was there. 325 is still insane. It's still absurd. I mean, I think there's a... This? In this industry, oftentimes, size of the piece directly correlates to price, and this yeah. one's big, and so it's a big this price. Big. Yeah, it's a big price. The, the, the challenging part to me is you are most of the way to buying a PS5. And you will get so much more enjoyment out of a PS5. What do you mean? I can mount this in the middle of my room. Big conversation piece. I'll just stare at it for hours. I mean, isn't that what you do with your taxidermy, Will? I will say that there could be value if you live in a very bad neighborhood and you put this out as like a warning to anyone who's trying to come in. That could absolutely be a thing. But it's this is this is awful. Last oh, one. Man. Last one. Oh, thank God. Cowboy mouse riding real squirrel. Cute. Taxidermy <laughs> oddities. Curiosities. Okay. The, I, I know I said that squirrels are tiny. Mice are are tinier. They're very oh, tiny. Th- <laughs> <laughs> They're really tiny. This is... Oh, righty, gang. This is... <laughs> This is probably one of the goofiest ones we've ever had because this rootin' tootin' little mouse cowboy is wearing a, a quote-unquote vest. It's but it te- is, the vest is really the worst part of this. It's it's a piece of fabric that they cut holes in for the arms and did nothing else. The The collar is straight up. It it's is a just turtleneck. A pure, it's a tube, <laughs> and it goes all the way up to the head. So it's, not, it's nothing. And then he has like the tiniest little bandana and a tiny little hat. And I want to know where they got the little hat. But and, and then a saddle that will fit a mouse. Where'd they get this stuff? I think other than the vest, this is actually not a terrible thing. It's not no. disgusting. It's not something it, I would want in my house. But if I saw it, I'd be like, that's kind of funny. It made me laugh. Like <laughs> on yes. first sight. It's so a palate cleanser for, for sure. Here's the description. This little cowboy is so cute. Old mm-hmm. Thomas McCheddar says, Yee-haw! And he'll <laughs> fill you full he'll fill you full of holes. He's Whoa. rooting and tooting with this cowboy hat, vest, lasso, bandana, western Saturn, two guns and gun belt, and of course his trusty steed, Cashew the large squirrel. Better take him home before his boots mo- before his boot moseys on back to the ranch. Display is approximately thirteen by nine and a half by five and three quarters. Hmm. Okay, this is a challenging one also because it's two animals that have been taxidermied. Two in one. Pretty Ugh. good deal. Hmm. I'm working off of my once again, bigger is better, like you mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a, a three seventy five. Ooh, 351.49. Very oh, close, Will. Very, very close. close. That again, was I'm, a nail bite. Like, <laughs> I don't like I'm getting better at this. You're I don't getting like getting a lot better. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Well, I'm going to root and toot and go back into my dwelling, which you're not invited to. It's a private party. Only the cool taxidermy guys get to go into this one. You, you, you're I, getting there, but you're not quite, you're not, you're not quite there. I, we're normally in the taxidermy shop. I did not think about the the 
concept of him having like in spongebob where it's like being a, a salary man where it goes through his day and it's like are you coming to bed you think i yes, sleep dear. here in my shop I, I have a bigger life than just you don't know me i have a no, bigger but life have, than this i have a whole community i have you sit friends, down and you're texting your big friends you're a big lazy boy and uh-huh. you look at all you don't have a tv you just have so many taxidermied so many things. projects that are ongoing you know it's never oh it's always something and it's always distressing <laughs> for, for you it's relaxing for me though but you know what's not distressing or i guess it could be it's the end of the podcast theo it's, it's, <gasps> it's the end of the episode it is I distressing. Feel for people who have ju- who haven't finished their dishes yet and they're they're like <laughs> they have to fumble with their their uh, phones <laughs> with some hands in order to go to the next episode but thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of the podcast. And like I was in, implying, you could always listen to older episodes. They're always there. They're there remember, for you. And like remember good, to tell friends. Yeah. Like a good friend. We're always here for you once a week if we remember to edit. And if you... <laughs> that's, <laughs> really pulling back the curtain there. Um, and if you have any segments that you want to send to us, send it to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com. Hit up our Twitter, Segment City, or YouTube is Segment City. And remember to leave us ratings and reviews. We love to see them. And we got to give a big thank you to somebody in particular. Thank you to Rachel Robinson. She does our intro music. And she has music on streaming platforms that you can find. And you should go do that. And some say she's got a little tiny cowboy hat that she puts on in her free time. <laughs> So be on the lookout um, for that. Well, if if that is true, uh, Rachel, if you're listening to this, um, the next time we see you, if you're not wearing the little hat, we're not friends anymore. That's, that's a warning. That's I'm, a shot I'm across putting, the bow. That's, yeah, that's a line in the sand. That's a line in the sand. And I, I, I'll stand with you, Will. I'm here for you for that. Mm, but will you stand with me for the list of unusual deaths? Oh, my. This is a Wikipedia article that we end the podcast with. Um, and we are up into the early modern period with Francois Vettel, who died April 24th, 1671. Vettel, the major domo, which is a term I had heard, but I had never known what it meant. Wait, the major what? Major domo. I, I can define major, it. Major, <laughs> big old dome. This guy got a big head. This <laughs> major domo. Um is a person who speaks, makes arrangements, or takes charge for another. Um, so it, typically, this is the highest major person in the household staff, a head servant who acts on behalf of the owner or a large or significant residence. So this is like the butler, like the, mm, the, okay. the main butler, kind of. Of uh, Prince Louis II de Bourbon Condé was responsible for a banquet of 2,000 people hosted in honor of King Louis the uh, IX, or no, I'm sorry, the, the 14th, at Chateau de Chantilly, where he died. According to a letter to Madame de Savon, Vatel was so distraught at the lateness of the seafood delivery and about other mishaps that he committed suicide with his sword and his what? body was discovered when somebody came to tell him of the arrival of the fish. <laughs> what? Oh my God. <laughs> Could you, I, I know that kitchens and like this kind of stuff is majorly stressful, but I don't think there's ever been a maitre d' <laughs> who's ever been like, the f- seafood isn't here. Get me my fucking sword. I'm about to gut myself. <laughs> if Uber Eats say. does not get here in the next half hour, I swear to God. I'm going to die i'm going to kill myself and die but that is that's it 
That's that's it. Don't don't. Uh, we always leave you with something, but this time, stop, wait, think. Are you gonna stab yourself? Don't. I'm gonna do it. Ah!